God bless you, my friends. It's your brother Amalo from Roundtable Talks. And today, I want to share the fifth word with you, which is I thirst. The word is found in John chapter 19, verse 28. We're going to be looking at verse 28 to 30. And it reads, Jesus knew that everything was now finished. And to fulfill the scripture, he said, I am thirsty. Verse 29, a jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in it and put it on a hyssop branch and held it up to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Bless it in our ears. Number one, the text begins to say, Jesus knew that everything was now finished. What is the everything that is referred here? The everything refers to the 33 years that he was on the earth preaching that the kingdom of God was at hand, making a way for humanity towards God. He is the one that John the Baptist testified and said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Jesus said also, I did not come to erase the law, but to fulfill the law. He also said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the good year of the Lord, to heal the brokenhearted, to deliver the oppressed. Christ Jesus came with a mission, a mission that no one else was able to fulfill. He is the Son of God. He is the one and only man who was able to fulfill this. In John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, In the Word became flesh. But it says in the beginning of that same text, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. So, it also adds, nothing that was made without him was not made. So, it is clear that Jesus came to the earth, being in his very nature, God, and the word became flesh. The same word that is being identified as God came into the world for a mission to fulfill his word that the seed of the woman was going to crush the head of the serpent. That which was declared in Genesis chapter 3 and 4 where Eve is promised that her seed will crush the head of the serpent. The serpent being that it's just a, a type of the enemy, the devil, the deceiver, the one who deceives and poisons everyone with his lies and his deceptions. So now Christ Jesus is at the cross. And he has opened a way for mankind to come 
before the Lord with arms open and surrender hearts. He is there making a way in the desert, a highway for the Lord. And he says, knowing that everything was finished, in order that the scriptures may be fulfilled, he says, I am thirsty. Now, notice that it says, in order for the scriptures to be fulfilled. Everything that Jesus did was according to the scriptures. Well, that's one of the biggest um, evidence of Jesus Christ's ministry, his service, his proclamation, his statements are that most or rather yet everything that he did was prophesied in the scriptures. Everything that he did was prophesied in the scriptures. If we go to Isaiah chapter 9, we will see description here and it would and it reads for a child is born to us a son is given to us and the government will rest on his shoulders this will be his royal title wonderful counselor this is being said of a child that's going to be given to us so Notice the titles that he bears. This I'm reading from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And it says, For a child is born to us, to who? To humanity. A son is given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. These will be his royal titles. Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. His expanding peaceful government will never end. He will rule forever with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David. The passionate commitment of the Lord Almighty will guarantee this. Notice it, how it closes. The passionate commitment of the Lord Almighty will guarantee this. Jesus Christ, the, or the passion of Christ, was to fulfill what was written of him in the scriptures to the very end. He gave it all so that we may have it all. He was there, examined everything that he did, and knew at that very hour that everything was fulfilled and yet there was one more step to take. He said, I am thirsty. We read in John chapter 5 verse 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they should be satisfied. Jesus Christ had a human thirst, but he also had a thirst for righteousness. A thirst for this to be over, and the old man may come to him and receive the salvation that was given 
that all men may come to the knowledge of salvation and may come to him and be saved. And at this separation and at this thing called sin that has been a wall between God and us may disappear completely. The wall has been removed. But there's walls that are visible and there's walls that are invisible, which are the ones that we create. Sin has people trapped and they don't want to see the truth because truth means change. But here is Jesus. You're giving all that he has. Surrender everything. And then he says, I am thirsty. Thirsty. In John chapter 4, he met a woman. Not any woman, but a Samaritan woman. That means a woman that had, that was rejected by the Jews because she was considered, they were considered to be have breeds they were not fully Jews and they were separated and they lived separated but Jesus met this woman and he said to her in John chapter 4 verse 7 it says soon after soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at that time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift of God, and who I am, you will ask me, and I will give you living water. So here we have Christ Jesus asking for a drink. But you see his response to the woman is, If you knew the gift of God and who is the one to ask you, you will have asked him for water, and he would have given you living water. Living water, not a water that is stagnant, not a water that is in a reservoir, but water that is flowing from a river, flowing from a river of joy, crystal water flowing from a river of happiness, of salvation. He had this water. He had this spirit. He had this and he thirsts for the salvation of this woman. Just as he thirsts for your salvation, he thirsts for your salvation. He wants you to be set free. He wants you to be delivered from that addiction, from that you know, from that pain, from that from that physical and emotional pain that you may be carrying. He wants you to be set free. He's thirsty for you to know him. He's thirsty for you to come to a knowledge of him, so that you may enjoy. And see the wonderful gifts of God. 
And you may see how wonderful life is when you're connected to the Creator, when you're connected to the living God. So he says to the woman, if you only knew the gift of God, and he, and he said this to her, because it is true, if we knew Jesus, if you only knew Jesus, you will give, he will bless you with eternal life. And the woman said, in verse 15, But sir, you do not have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this is a very deep well. Where will you go and get this living water? And now Jesus begins to speak to her about her life. And Jesus says to her, The God is spirit, and he's seeking men to worship him. In spirit and in truth. That's what the Lord desires. That you may worship him in spirit and in truth. That you may know him in spirit and in truth. That you may experience his salvation in spirit and in truth. The Lord is thirsty for your salvation. And here we have Jesus Christ. And they pass him a sponge of with it of hyssop. Just like that sponge, just like that hyssop that was used to spread the blood on the doorposts of those who were fleeing, or those who ate the Passover lamb. Their sons were protected. Their first bones were delivered from the prince of death. They were saved and they were rescued and they were saved and secure under the blood. Now Jesus Christ sacrificed his precious blood was given for all of us, as it says in Leviticus chapter eleven, chapter seventeen, verse eleven. He says that he has given us the blood for atonement. But not any ordinary blood, the blood of Christ Jesus, he's given it. He has surrendered his blood. He gave his blood. He gave his blood so that we may be delivered, so that we may be sanctified, so that we may be purified. Just like the, the blood circulates in our uh, circulation system and it delivers us from diseases and it cures us from cuts and it cures us and it brings oxygen to all of our vital organs. Just the same manner the blood of Christ Jesus works in the body of Christ, purifying us, blessing us, defending us, protecting us, covering us. Hallelujah. Giving us nutrition from the from heavenly from the heavenly realm. Oh hallelujah. 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 We praise you, Jesus. We praise you in this very moment and we thank you for your love and we thank you for your grace. Now if you're there and you have heard this message and God has blessed you through it, I pray that you may come to the knowledge of Jesus and that you may be receive him right now and that you may enjoy his presence and know him fully through the scriptures. God bless you. It's your brother Amado from Round Table Talks, Talks, Talks.